0: Well, howdy there, Internet People. It's Bo again. So today, we're going to talk about Biden and infrastructure. And 18 months with Chip Roy. i me tell you, that's a name you can trust right there. Doesn't it just sound like it? Chip Roy. We're going to do this because a video came out, old Chip. And uh, I imagine he's not too happy about that. Because he sure said the quiet part aloud in this one. That's the thing. This is the problem. I actually say, thank the Lord. 18 more months of chaos and the inability to get stuff done. That's what we want. Wow. I mean, that's pretty wild. But at the same time, you know, fiery rhetoric and all of that. It could just be hyperbole or anything. I mean, it's not like he said it twice. Honestly, right now, for the next 18 months, our job is to do everything we can to slow all of that down to get to December of 2022, the midterms. Now, when he says political chaos, when he says chaos, he's talking about political chaos up on Capitol Hill. And when you frame it like that, that's not so bad. I mean, that's just politics as usual, right? doesn't really matter. Except the context of this is the infrastructure bill. That's that's what's being discussed here. Holding that up for 18 months. The chaos on Capitol Hill translates to chaos out here. We got bridges cracking. We have buildings crumbling. We have pipelines getting hacked. We are losing people in the heat. We are losing people in the cold. We have water management issues. And he wants to wait a year and a half to address it. To start to address it. And it should have been addressed years ago. And see, the part he managed not to say aloud is that for this little strategy to work, to just obstruct everything, play into the chaos, make sure nothing gets done, he's counting on the ignorance of his constituents. He's saying the good people of Bandera and Comfort, well, they're just too slow-witted. To figure out that we're obstructing it because they know the Democrats are in power. That's the unspoken part of that. Because this strategy doesn't work otherwise. The thing is, when it comes to this, when it comes to infrastructure, it's needed. It's needed. This compromise that's being worked out, it's already whittled it down to where it's nothing but a band aid. It's not actually going to solve the problem the US has major infrastructure issues and they're going to have to be addressed. So, Republicans could theoretically, you know, do their job, look out for their constituents, come together with Democrats and build a bigger infrastructure bill, one that they can even t- share in the credit for. Actually do something to help your country, your neighbors. Because the way it stands, yeah, I understand that we have you know brownouts and blackouts, and we have problems of all sorts. But you're just going to have to deal with that for the next year and a half because it's going to help me a couple points in the polls. Want your neighbors to suffer so you can get a boost at the polls. That is wild. That is wild. The U.S has an infrastructure bill that is coming due. It's huge. It is huge. Because it's been neglected. Because politicians of the past have done stuff like this and put it off for 18 months. And then, well, it really didn't matter to my constituents for the last year and a half. Maybe I don't need to do anything about it. That's why we're so behind. That's why everything is in uh, chaos. That's why we have the issues we do. This is sad, but in a way, it's probably a good thing that it happened. Because I think we need a lot of these politicians to be as comfortable as they are, to believe that their constituents are that ignorant. So they say this stuff aloud. Because I, for one, don't believe the people of Comfort and Bandera are ignorant. I think they can see this. And I think if they listen to this and they look at these quotes, they're going to understand. He's saying, yeah, I'm going to let the country suffer because it helps my party. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.